day 152. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. First Chronicles 9. Um, Back in back in Chronicles, man, yeah. uh, you know, all of these genealogies, remember Jim's in the genealogies. He's telling the story in a certain way to highlight certain things. Right. For this community that yeah. has come out of exile. And in First Chronicles now, he's like, make no mistake. Right. They went into exile because of their yeah, unfaithfulness. Right. And I think we can just learn from this. Like that the thing the Lord requires of us is faithfulness. Right. right? He doesn't necessarily want us to be the absolute <laughs> best. He just wants us to be faithful to a God who loves us and cares right. for us. And so he keeps it a buck. But at the end of the day, like you know, the tribes came back. So he talks about how Judah and some of the northern tribes came back. So and he says all of Israel. So he's going to keep saying this thing, all of Israel, all of Israel, all of Israel, to show that this was a restoration that God had promised is being fulfilled. Yeah. Right. It is a partial fulfillment. It right. isn't a full fulfillment. They're right. still waiting on the Lord Jesus to yeah. bring that. Yeah. Right. But this is this partial fulfillment. Malachi and Haggai and Zechariah will talk about that. But this this partial fulfillment um, that comes in this community. After that, bro, what you have is Chronicles going to transition right. to this highlight tape right. of David. Yeah. Right. So it's going to talk about David from like the middle of nine, I believe, all the way right. to um towards the end of this book. And then it'll pick up with Solomon. So from one Chronicles nine to two Chronicles nine, right. it's going to present the ideal kingdom under David right. and Solomon to show like, no, no, we're waiting on a king that actually supersedes right. them. But there was this period of blessing in the history right. under these two kings. Right. And we're supposed to hope in a long time. Right, 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 right. I, I I love how you talk about that transition, I think, because you see it take place in nine or from nine to eleven, right? Mm -hmm. So nine starts off and it says, yo, Judah was exiled because of their unfaithfulness. Then at the end of chapter 10, verse 13, it says this, look. Saul died for his unfaithfulness to the Lord because he did not keep the Lord's word. He even consulted a medium for guidance, but he did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. But now what you're going to see is this, is that in chapter 11, it's, it's going to go on and on and on um, and bring up this. Look at 10 verse 3. It says this, so all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron. David made a covenant with them at Hebron in the Lord's presence, and they anointed David king over Israel. Look, in keeping in the Lord's word through Samuel, mm -hmm. and then in, day, er, in chapter 11, verse 9, it's going to say this. Look, David steadily grew more powerful, and the Lord of armies was with him. So you're going to see that change, right? Judah was exiled because of their unfaithfulness. Saul is going to die because of his unfaithfulness, right? And so we see, you know, the unfaithfulness of the people of God leads to this downward spiral. Right. But like we we talked about a, a few days ago at the end of First King or or at the end of Kings, mm -hmm. yo, there's a blessing in obedience, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. David, we're going to see a man who tries his best to do what's right in the Lord's sight, and God's going to be with him, and you're going to see all of his exploits in reclaiming all of this land. Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, 
one way to look at it is Saul functions in the narrative. Here, they don't say a ton about him, but what they want to show us is that um, he is someone to not be like, <laughs> right? So for the kings that come in this post-exile community, he is someone to not, he's a negative example. He is a contrast to David being this positive right. uh, example. And so, yeah, like you said, bro, he's going to turn on this street Yep. Of being on David's highlight tape, and he's gonna stay there for a minute. Right, right? right it's gonna right. almost seem like redundant. Like, okay, bro, we get it. We got he you. He did his man. thing. Man. David I knew was he was the nice. Man. Right. Like, I knew he was nice. Yeah. You ain't had to keep right. Um, but he's yeah, representative of this I- ideal uh, king in Israel. But I think the the thing that the text wants to show too is like the Lord was with him. Like you said, right. the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. So it wasn't just that. He was just nice. nice. Yeah, it was that God was oh, with him. There's a reason why he yeah. was so nice. There was he had God's blessing, and right. he was God's chosen man. I love it too because he's like you know when he captures the city of the Jebusites, um, which was called Jerusalem. He calls it the city of David. Mm. Now, mind you, he's trying to show he's nice, nice. Right. Martin Luther King got a street. Right. In every <laughs> right. black neighborhood in America. Right. But David had a that city. City. Yeah. He was different. Right. Right. So it was um, this stamp of approval that the Lord. Um, Right. It's just trying to uh, impress on our hearts through the chronicle um, about the kingship that he established with David. But I love too, like you said, bro, that David wasn't just um, this man of prominence, but he was a man of war, right? right. He was this military leader. Hands. Hands. No, yeah, no. Hands. Hands. Yeah. Nobody could see him. <laughs> right. So he's not going to talk about, you know, any times people got good licks on him yeah. or anything like that, got him on the ground. Oh, he's like, like, no, he was no, no, washing. I got hands. People. I was washing everybody. Washing him, bro. And so, um, yeah. And so you even see that contrast there. But that but that just wasn't a win. Like, that just wasn't a fight in right. those days. This was how they thought of salvation. God is bringing, uh, is bringing deliverance mm-hmm. for us based on the work of our king. And it's the same thing now with the yeah. Lord Jesus. He's brought this deliverance against um, the enemies. Yeah. I've got another thing that's interesting, bro, is that um he's gonna like in so many ways use this phrase all Israel, right? Yeah. Uh everyone from Israel, all Israel, right? They all were in support of the Davidic uh kingship. And what he wants to highlight, bro, is the unity right. that was present for a time right. under David, under right. this ideal king. Right. And so later he's like, Hey, no, no. There is going to be this later unity right. from this king that's going to come mm. where all of Israel or we could say all of God's people right. will be united under him. Right? right. And so we we know what happened with Solomon and how it split. Right. But the hope was always that they would be in unity, listen, and solidarity with one another. Yep. Under one true, faithful, yeah. and good king. People are flocking. Yeah. Chapter 12, it just talks about the so many people that defected to David's army, defected to David's mm-hmm. army, defected. And then in chapter 12, 1222 it's going to say yo at that time men came day after day to help david Mm. until there was a great army like an army of god and so you Mm. just see this way that god is right not just establishing his kingdom but drawing in people right and chapter 12 ends off with these words yo look indeed there was joy in israel Mm. so it's bringing up this picture of no look all right it's not a perfect video, but mm-hmm. it is a perfect snapshot, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That a snapshot is a, you know, you can get people to hold still for a moment and say, yo, yo, the picture's perfect. And and that's what we see at the end here at 12. It's like, yo, there was joy. This is great. Snapshot. We wish it could last forever. We know that it won't, but this is just a picture of what it looks like. God's people existing in God's place 
uh, under God's rule mm -hmm. and they're enjoying God's blessing as a result of it. And in some ways mm -hmm. you look around and say, yo, this is how it should be. Yeah, this is how it should be. And this is what he wants us to know. And again, with contrast with the Saul, uh, the mention of Saul in this text, he wants us to know as well that, um, man, it, it doesn't go well for us. It is not in our best interest right. to go under the kingship right. of another king that yeah. God has not appointed to rule over us. The good, faithful, just King Jesus is yeah. who we should submit to. Amen. Uh, and therefore, we will be uh, submitting to God as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. God, we pray that you would help us to enjoy your blessing. Uh, by submitting to your rule joyfully. That's in Jesus' name we pray.